Hey, After Buzzers. If you didn't know, it's Kevin Undergar, the executive producer of After Buzz, along with my partner, Maria Menunos. Hi, everybody. And Maria and I, as you know, have put so much time and money into mm-hmm. the After Buzz TV product and really haven't seen a lot in return. Nope, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the ways you guys can actually help us is by tuning into our new reality show, Chasing Maria Menunos. It premieres Tuesday, March 18th, 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central, and features me and Maria basically bickering, fighting. No. No. No, it's not just bickering and fighting. You get an inside look into my life, behind the scenes. You'll also get a behind the scenes look at AfterBuzz. It's really funny. It's not just bickering, and it's not fake either. So that's actually something oh, no, no, no. to it's think about. It's definitely not fake. It's definitely not fake. But please, tune in to Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen, Tuesday, March 18th at 10 p.m. All of your support will help AfterBuzz because Maria certainly won't. <laughs> so rude. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Catch a Contractor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Catch a Contractor After Show. Well, Phil, you're going to start this off. I thought you were hosting. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, I got I got the email about this show at four in the morning, um, about two weeks ago from our host Kevin Undergaro, saying there's a new show coming out called Catch a Contractor on Spike, hosted by Adam Carolla. We have to do it on AfterBuzz TV, and so I assumed that you would be the host. Okay. Well, happy to host this week, <laughs> or as many weeks as you need me to. No, I uh, I saw this and said, oh my god, I'm a huge Carolla fan. I'm a huge fan of seeing contractors who are evil get it stuck to them. And uh, we know so many people over at Adam's Place that I was like, oh, this is a no-brainer. We have to do this. Got to support Adam Carolla. Got to support the Ace Man. Yeah. Uh, the theme song, just a little shout-out to Mr. John Hyatt, who happens to be one of um, Adam's favorite performers. And this is Hyatt performing the song, You May Already Be a Winner. So this, I guess, goes out to the... Lucky people who had Adam come into their lives and fix their houses. This is going to be this is going to attract for years to come. I there's, there's going to be people begging to be on this show. Uh, yes, you're never going to have uh, a problem with um, you know people trying to get on this show. There's so many people that are getting screwed. If you hear any hesitation in my voice when I about it going years, it's going to come from the fact that I've already heard it's very hard to produce. Because you have so many contractors who, once they're outed, they don't, you know, they have to sign a release. Yeah. And it's one thing to go up to them and pixelate their faces. You can do that. But then you still have the last act of the show where you want to see them be part of the the rebuild. Um, I'm surprised it's a little short. I'm surprised it's only a half hour. You know, I was debating, can it, can this show really be an hour? How do you fill it? And uh, to me, 
Um, I like the moments, like Adam said, you know, never give more than half to the contractor. And you like you like the takeaways, yeah. Which is uh, and and I guess the building part of it, you know, they in both episodes that we saw, it was very montagey, and that was the moment to really kind of educate homeowners that are watching the show and say, hey, you know, here's things to look for. I love the confrontation part. Um, God, there's so many shady. I mean, as you said, it's no. There's no shortage of people Absolutely not. that are going to be contacting them. And I just wonder with Adam's schedule, is he going to travel like Bar Rescue and other shows that we see where, you know, John Taver goes all over the country. I'm sure Three Balls producing it, I'm sure there's enough money to have Adam travel. It's just his schedule. I don't know. I, I, I mean, hope so because right now that seemed like very Southern California. For I mean, it's, it, it, very much so. But I think with Adam's schedule, you schedule him for to do nights in New York and Philadelphia. So he'll do – by night he'll do his comedy. By day he'll film this and shoot in the surrounding cities of, you know, those cities he's touring in, Chicago, whatever. So there's a way to do it. Yeah, well, true, true. Um, and he's doing so many live podcasts that at this point – doesn't matter to him. What do we think of the couple he brought on to to hold the fort down? I like Skip. I like him a lot. He's 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 a nice balance to Adam because Adam's so dry, and he he um you know he'll tell you himself he's so non confrontational. So to see him in any capacity throughout this whole thing, I was really amused at how far he actually did go. But that's why he, Skip's a nice guy, and he was like, you know, it's guys like you that ruin this for me. I like Skip because he's he's angry. And we need that kind of anger to go against the people he's catching. I like the fact that he's built and he's strong and apparently has an MMA background. <laughs> and I love that because I, I tell you, I see when John Taffer walks into some of the bars at Bar Rescue, I'm nervous for him. He starts yelling at these guys and, you know, what's it going to take for just some dishwasher to sucker punch him and be famous? What, what's they, what are they going to lose? And it's the same with a maybe with some contractor. So I'm nervous. So I'm glad we've got this guy. To keep everybody fair. And, you know, the wife, it, wor- it works. It, you know, the, finding a couple where one is a PI and one is a, a contractor, it's like it's... I mean, they, they say they are Adam's friends. And I, I, um, I've never heard of Skip before, but I wouldn't put it past Adam. Well, who's, his, uh, who's the other friend that he, we always, his best friend growing Ray, up? Ray. O- Ray. Yeah, he couldn't have Ray do it. No, absolutely terrible. Oh. Ray would be the contractor getting sued. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't want Ray involved. Hopefully we'll see Ray. Well, I bet you anything, if I were to guess, it's someone who's become his friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they are friends now, but yeah. it wasn't someone maybe they grew up with. It was just he met him. He probably liked his personality, liked his passion, liked his work, and said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so the first one, episode 209, titled... 101. 101, excuse me. We're looking at something completely different. 101, No Way Jose. No Way Jose. And I like... <laughs> Just that. I like how they're uh, titled. The second one, which we'll talk about, was, you know, obvious danger. I mean, but, okay. So, to begin with, we see just a nice couple that just got screwed. Um, And I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me early on as a homeowner. Um, You get sucked in. They talk to you and we need a little more for materials. We need this. We need that. We need that. And next thing you know, you've given them uh, the lion's share. And I, I would never even give half. And now at this point, they maybe get a third. Um, but I also go to the trouble to find out where they live. Um, You've got to do due diligence because they just disappear. 
And well, then you, you know, I've had it happen to me. I think it starts with negotiation. You got to be a good, I mean, you know, from, from so you me can watching. Nego- you can negotiate whatever you want. You can nego- negotiate no. the cheapest price you want, but they can get that money and disappear and you never see them again. But I don't think, I don't think in that sense, to me, the negotiation is not as much about the money, but, uh, you know, getting the upper hand and really getting to know them and, you know what I mean? I just well, that's watch. not even a negotiation yet. That is a sussing out yeah. if you're going to hire them. When you hire them, you go through the negotiation. Um, but I I think the key is you find out where they live, any background, if they have a if if they have another job that's great. I mean anything that, that well you can show them the downside. You know, nobody wants, I don't care how tough they are, nobody wants someone ringing their doorbell every day with, Hey, can you come fix my house? Can you come fix my house? Or if they work at a job, you can go visit the job. And yeah. you know, I mean but I uh I've been there and I really felt bad for that couple. And it was a long time. This one was about six months, yeah. Not as bad as the next couple, which was two years. And they were never going to see him again? No. Never. My name is Ciro. Ciro. Oh, my God. It was violent. And, you know, my girlfriend was watching it with me, and she was violent, too, because we both have been there. Um, it was interesting, because did you notice when Adam met him, the, what he said? He goes, this is Skip. Yeah. Also an MMA fighter. Yeah, he made the joke. I don't think he. I think he made the I, joke, but I think he was also saying, "I know you're a big guy, and you probably are a bit of a thug," which you could tell he was. Don't bring my kids into it. All that thug shit that they, their little fake version of what they see as, you know, street respect or their street cred or their rules. You could just tell he used of that. And uh, Adam sussed it out, and he was like, "Oh, and he skip also an MMA fighter." We both cracked up. It was funny, but I don't think he was. I think it was a half joking, half serious. He was letting him know. Yeah. So don't think you're going to go that road with us. By the way, we know Adam can handle himself, but he's older and he, you know, why do we don't want to see Adam rolling around? But yeah. that other guy is just filled with angst and testosterone. He's ready to go. It, he's it shot all, out of and, a cannon. And I love when they, I mean, so many people like, oh, I don't, yeah, I've never seen this couple in my life. Well, they didn't have more money. Like, oh my what? God. You, you, doesn't you, that kill you? You caught yourself. What are you lying? You're lying. Just. Amazing. I've never and seen it. And then the third progression was like, see, this is it. They just they won't stop talking. Yeah. This is why I had to walk away. <laughs> this is why I walked away. Yeah. It's like, what? And <laughs> remember, and I'm sure if we talk to Adam or any of his people as the show progresses, think of how much was cut down. Oh, absolutely. From that, from that confrontation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got, it was making me, it was very, it was a, a, very entertaining, but very upsetting. Um, and let's come have it, you know, so, the, okay, come and make it right. So they go over and they make it right, and it's it's interesting the way the show goes. It's, it, the renovation is very quick, and, and it's I'm glad they're doing little houses. Do you notice how they're, we're doing bathrooms and rooms, and we're not yeah, doing so. major, so it's, it's not, it, it, that's probably why it only needs a half hour, mm-hmm. because it's relatively quick. Overall. When they go in there. I mean, it's not, they're not big overhauls. These aren't big jobs, but... But it's still the, people's... I mean, in that respect, it's, again, you know, what they're doing. is These are people's dreams. Well, I'm this not... Is, no, no, I'm not minimizing that film. Same from a production standpoint, it's great that they're dealing with... And that's why you don't yeah. need an hour. If it was a big, big, giant house and it was, you know... Or in a big, giant addition, which maybe he'll, they'll get into. But they're getting into things that he can be in and out in a couple mm-hmm. of days. And, and what was great is, with that, is they did the... 
bathroom, but then they did the outside. They did a little landscaping. I mean, they really did a nice job. I mean, Jose was terrible. Terrible, but but at least it, but he did some work, and it was great to see him heckled. Yeah. And by the way, you stepped in your step. It, right. It was it was great because on this show, because Adam's so funny. So he was just killing me the whole time. All his jokes and his quips. Um, yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like, I don't know. If I'm Spike, I'm giving him a late night talk show. That's all I kept thinking. Is why I think you Spike doing a late night talk show. Nothing to go against Jimmy. 11 o'clock. Adam. 11, 11.30. He's just so good. You know? I mean, he's amazing. He was. And even, even when the couple pulls back in at the end, he says he lets his wife drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just yeah. I never let my wife drive. I never let my wife drive. And, and okay, and credit to Three Ball. You know, so I, we know some people over there, and it had the, it felt like their signature. Let's, you're talking for the production aspect. Do you know, did you guys know the show that they really are copying? Yeah, catch a catch a predator. Yeah, so it's amazing, but all the way to the point for uh, the way the cameras rush in, everything. The way the way she walks upstairs, like she's like, oh yeah, just wait here for a second. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Walks away. Right. I'm like, are they going to come down and like? I love so, it. Uh, it's, take remember, a seat. Take it's a, seat. a little fifteen year old that goes, "Do you want some lemonade? Okay, yeah. just help yourself. I'm going to go in the other and get comfortable." <laughs> Hi, would you like to have a seat? And comes Chris Hansen. You know, it's like, it's great. I'm just going to go in the other room and but 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I'm, you know, I haven't seen as many episodes of Catch a, but I absolutely know what they're doing. Yeah, so that's great. It was. Uh, what do you think of Ciro though, in, in terms of him helping? Because his name was on the line initially. I think it was. Uh, I think he still kind of knew, but I think for a I'm good sure te- he knew for a good television show, you really don't want. To vilify everyone. No, and he didn't want to be. No, and also no, I he, think he, he was <clears throat> smart. He was like, I, yeah, I get yeah. this bozo. Yeah, I look good on TV. Right. I can't be the bad guy. Yeah, I'm get, licensed. I'm not going to you know, take the hit for him. He was probably in an interesting situation where do you walk away and say F you? Or are you so scared about being liable? Or maybe he was thinking of promotion. I can look like the good guy. I can look like I can be on Ab Show. You know, I'm sure a good producer talked to him and said, come on, really? You know, but that's the thing. It's this is going to be, this is going to be a tough show to do, because you know who's going to go. You know who's going to really. It's going to be tough to get people to go along with this. You know, you really just have to scare them, and um, it all depends. I mean, the ones the experienced contractors I know, they're tough to scare because they've they've been screwing people for so long. They know every angle. That it's tough. Um, so. But there's a, a lot of ham and eggers out there, and I think the key is going to be to scare them, use the scare tactic in some places, and then other places use the the tactic of, hey, you know what, your family will get to see you, and you know what, you'll you'll end up making it right, coming in, for, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just excited to see the rest of the season. I just I the rest of this season. I don't know how many they can go because it's just going to be a production nightmare. I think. I mean, I, I hope they can go. I mean, we said the same thing of bar rescue, how they keep it going and things like that. Not necessarily from a production standpoint. But a but bar but a bar is incentivized, Phil, because they want you in there to fix their bar. Yeah. This is tough. A contractor doesn't want to get outed or exposed. So, you know, it's tough. Tough one. Um, I love the fact that they got that slob back over there, and even though he wasn't that good, he actually worked. I liked seeing him work. Like yeah. I love seeing him have to sweat, have to do the job. 
I like that too, and but it's also you know it was very telling. You know, he's, there's the pressure treated one. He said, you know, I did this side. Oh, it must have been my guys. So you know, it, as a contractor too, you have to be a team manager. And so if your guys are doing, he was lying. Those guys have so many star cancers. I've told you guys the one about the kid. But even even so, you guys it, listen. So Stephen, you you know about blaming the kid, right? Have I told? In what context? In any context. Okay, so so uh, all right, Stephen. So. You come in and I want you to ask me why the Afterbuzz monitor behind me is broke. Because No, ask me. Why why is the why is the Afterbuzz monitor broke? Oh, it's broke? Let me see. <sighs> Had to be the kid. Uh God damn it, the kid. Now, Phil, you're supposed to jump in and say, uh, you know what? He did the same thing last week and I told him don't ever mess it up again. God it just damn keeps happening. God damn kid. Well, he was only in here for like 10 minutes alone. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to jump in, Stephen. You're oh. still the bewildered client. We're working you right now. Oh, okay. The ki- oh, yeah, yeah. Every I, told, time- I told him next time that he'd be fired, but the- no, I'm telling care. you, these kids, you get no, one and then another one, and they you try listen. to find the good kid, and just, no. they all suck. This whole place is screwed up. Ever since we brought this kid in, I, I honestly, I, that's why. I only work with my old guys. I don't care. They don't. They work slower. They, they work for more money, but you know what? The kid, man. And usually by the time they're done talking about the kid, you're jumping on the bearing. Yeah, oh, tell me about it. I've got kids who work for me. Oh, my sons. Are blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that generation. They don't respect. So the kid is a. Is that like a common tactic? No. We joked <laughs> about our construction. It used to be like the, we, we, I would see that my bosses pull it out and then in the carny business. And there's many of them. The kid's one example. It's always, oh, my guys, or one of my guys must have. It's never, ever just, yeah, you know what? I mean, in episode two, it was the, the dog did that. Yeah, the dog. Well, we'll get there. But, yeah, it's just, it's always, I don't know. By, by the way, in Hollywood, same thing. Uh, so many people you work with just will not admit that they didn't do the work. They didn't, They won't admit that they lied. They won't admit that they... They just won't admit fault, right? And uh, I always come from a place like, listen, I'd rather be honest because you just... you just. For, I think you just further insult the people, but then again, some of these con artists get away with it. They get people to believe them. Yeah. But you're better off just saying, uh, yeah, you know what? It's that's You're right. I, You know, I was running low on money. I don't know. Usually, sometimes they go that way too. My girlfriend had walked out on me and I was overwhelmed, and I ran away, and I'm sorry, and let me fix it. I mean, I, you know, but he was stubborn. He was, he you could tell he was a thug. He was looking for an angle to fight back. Yeah. So don't mention my kids. Oh, the lawyer thing. Listen, I know you might have a divorce, <laughs> but this isn't that kind of law. He's like, let me call my lawyer. You don't, you don't really have a lawyer. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and then what I'm saying, he's like, but, uh, but not really for the divorces. That's different. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a different lawyer. Do you have a license? Oh, it's with the lawyer. Got yeah, it. Got it. <laughs> lawyer's got it. Um, but he was looking for. Yeah, he was looking for. He was a thug. He was looking for any angle to fight back rather than just just accept responsibility. And I and I don't know how they spooked him into doing it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have some kind of record and if he wasn't really afraid in that regard of having anything. You know, yeah. your phone fill. So I don't know, but. They got him to do it. Comeuppance was was delivered. The couple got there. I like nice I like house. the uh, the husband's line of like you know I'm not going to be apt to forgive him, but I will probably forget him. I'll forget him. Yeah, that actually was great. That yeah. was something I was like, oh, 
I think yeah. I'm going to use that. I think that's a, you know, I think it's healthy enough. Absolutely. So why not, yeah, why not forget them? All right, so let's, let's move on to um, an obviously <sighs> dangerous. So on the one hand, I didn't like the fat thug, obviously. No pun intended. But this guy, this guy was, was, uh, hmm. He, in some ways he was be- a little better, but in most ways he was worse. And for me, okay, this is a, t- a tip for contractor guys. Anytime a salesman comes over and gives you a price, get the price and then say goodbye. If you want to use the price to barter against other people, great. But that's the only real use. If a salesman comes, that means you're not only going to get charged for your job. You're being charged for that salesman's salary. And then if it's a big enough office and infrastructure, then you're going to have to – then you have um, those bills you're paying for, you're getting charged for. It's – I just don't do – I've never gone that route. I've always been like, thank you very much. Go away. Because I – my first construction job was seven years old with my dad, and I was local 22 in Boston. Um, I'm not as skilled as Adam. I was a laborer, but then I've picked up a lot of small trades along the way. And when I see these guys come and they've never done the work before, or they're not dirty, or they're, you know, their clothes are really nice, I, I can just tell. And I'm like, no, go away. I like the guy who comes up with... The, pickup gets out of the car and i can tell he's done the work and maybe if it's an owner he's no longer doing the work and i'm okay with that like phil we had the ac guy come leo yeah like leo leo's great now you know he wasn't doesn't do a lot of the grunt work anymore because he's older but you know something he knows every bit about the systems and how to replace them and he did come the other day and he got up on the ladder and he checked out our stuff um but normally when i see a guy like that i say see you later keep walking keep walking because all you're doing is you've got to give him extra money he's got to get how's he going to get paid he's got to get the bmw so he's going to charge he's going to overcharge you to get his salary before he pays his guys number one number two he doesn't know what he's doing you could tell he had no idea what he was doing as as was revealed um so from the get-go if there's anything if you can get out of watching adam's show or watching this show or listening do not hire a middleman. Don't don't hire any company that has a salesman come out. Don't get a mom and pop. Get some get someone who's in private business doing it themselves. Um, so right out of the gate, they were screwed. As soon as I saw him with that shirt and the and the, you know, I just said, oh no 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 no. Last th- you know what? And even in filmmaking, uh, Brian Grazier, Ron Howard's um, partner. Do you know if you go into him and you're really dr- Stephen, you'll love this. If you go into to Brian Grazer and you want to work with him and you're super dressed up, he looks you head to toe and you know what he thinks of you if you're, if you're really well put together and well groomed and, and you have really nice clothes. You're not dedicated enough. You're not doing what you should be doing. You're not dedicated enough to filmmaking. Your mind is not in the film. Your mind is not in your project. Your mind is too much into you. Directors now, should be wearing sweatpants and tennis shoes. Well, you know what? I mean, just his theory. Interesting. You know, a lot of it I agree with, but then also I know with directing, you really have to have good taste. You have to be able to pick the right shot. You have to be able to pick the right person to act in the movie. You have to, you know. So 
I'm not so sure about it, but it's an interesting theory. But it certainly, to me, applies to um, to contracting. You know, when you have a guy comes up and is dressed better than you, uh-uh, send him by. And he's driving a BMW, goodbye. Because that's what you're paying for, guys. You're not paying for the work. You're paying for his BMW and his clothes. Uh, and chances are he's never done the work, so he doesn't really know what goes in. So he's not going to know how to give you quality. He's just going to know how to charge you a lot of money. And when you need more work done or you need something fixed, he's just going to charge you more money, which, of course, is what he did. I couldn't get an angle on – he charged him $32,000 for the kitchen and the bathroom. The kitchen and the bathroom, yeah, and or partially. And all he did was it looked like tile. What did he do? <laughs> he moved the cabinets out and then moved them back in. Okay. Without um, – it didn't get uh, – no drywall. You know, drywall at that point was gone from the cabinets. Um, and then – you know, none of the pipes were done in the bathroom. Like, you know, he just did, yeah, I, in terms of the actual work, I think he just did the tiling at that point. I mean, I, should, I don't think it was even finished completely. Again, I don't know if I hate him worse than the other guy, but it's like, at least the other guy, at the very least, he went back and did the work, and he just ran out of lies, and he kind of gave up, which I was like, thank God you're at least doing that. This mofo. Never stopped. Never right. stopped. Had to get the last word in every time. Never, ever stopped. And never veered from the fact that he took $32,000 to put crappy tile over old tile. I mean, just that tile job, that's two or $3,000. Where do you get $32,000? Oh, my God. It isn't, I mean... The from uh, I consulted uh, John Comfort, who will be joining this after show, um, who does a lot of this work. He's a contractor, right? Um, so I asked him, you know, that seems a little high, and he said the most expensive thing in a house is the kitchen. Is the kitchen, but not just tile over old tile and yeah, not, not even finished. That's not the, John will tell you that thirty two thousand yeah. is going to get you new cabinets. It's going to get you new appliances. It's yeah. going to get you a floor. You know, and we're not. And guys, we're not talking about the the McMansion kitchen. We're talking about a kitchen in a, a twelve. It looked like a twelve to fifteen hundred square foot house. Yeah, it was. You know, that's all it was, and um, it was disgusting. And the you know, okay, so there's probably a bathroom involved too. Fine, but again, what did he do? He took out all the fixtures, mudded the walls, and painted them. That's it. That's. That's not $32,000 worth of work. He did about five or $6,000 worth of work. And then when they wanted more things done, oh, sorry, give me more money. Crazy. And it's just so sad that people got insurance. They probably, with those people, they probably never had that much money. They got it. Wasn't it insurance? Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. so they got excited and they turned it over. It's funny. Um, one time someone drove through the front gate of my house. Um I heard this big bang. I ran downstairs, and there was a car um, in the in my front yard with the gate attached to it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, insurance company came out and said, "Okay, we will um, we'll get you. We'll give you the money for a gate." And um, the guy that wanted to do the gate, his actual name was Avi, was who wanted column, to do it. it. Well, he had found out through the insurance company. 
and he wa- and it was I forget thirty or forty thousand dollars he wanted for um, a gate. Yeah, and um, I mean this is a nice gate, no offense, but it's not. But Mike, he, you know, people in our neighborhood maybe pay it, and and as soon as he found an insurance belt, oh, perfect, my friend. I'll write up this for this, and then you'll just have the check come right to me. And I said, no, because he, he, again, he was in the Beamer. He was in the nice outfit. He was, I said, no, 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 no. I ended up getting a welder, you know, and the guy, you know, who drove up with the big truck and the gates on the back of the truck and probably welded a ton of stuff in his day. He was, this guy was in his late forties, early fifties. So he, his workers did all the work and he didn't do the work, but I knew that he, this guy, oh yeah, this guy was a welder. He, you know, he just got to an age where he has that I'm fine with. Um, and I think it was like, I don't know, maybe 6,000 bucks or it was just much. It wasn't what this guy said, but, um, a lot of times they, they know that you have the money from the insurance company and they, they, they think, Oh, stupid homeowner. You're really excited because you have all this money. Just hand it right over to me. I'll take care of everything. And that's when you have to go. "Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. Um, they finally get him over to the house, which was cut, which was amusing because it, it seemed like all he could do was put on a light switch panel, which is the matter of turning a regular uh, right, screwdriver. Right before I, I did like uh, the confrontation, you know, um, in typical fashion, right? Someone who's working is typically going to be late is what I've learned in my experience, right? Because, you know, they're finishing up a chair. They're, mm-hmm. you know, trying to. No. He no. showed up early. early. Now, why did he show up early, Phil? <sighs> I don't know. I can't give an name. Okay. Thought- when it comes to those guys, when it comes to making money and getting a check, oh, early bird, baby. He's not working hard. He's right there 15 minutes early with his briefcase or whatever he's got. Yeah. Always. Now, <laughs> try try getting him after he gets his money, you know? <laughs> Two years it took to yeah, get him. Yeah, well, he wasn't. He was, they were never going to see him again. No. Never going to see him again. And it was, and you know, even at the end when he popped in with Adam and had his little stupid line, Maria just said, oh my God, what a, my, you know, my girlfriend's watching TV last night with me and she's like, what an asshole. She's like, and she mentioned a couple people we know who are like him. Just have to have the last word and just, just a jerk. Just a jerk. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, people, you know, I'm hoping that people watching the show will get educated because I, and, well, the sewer pu- I mean, you know, I mean, it's that just was a little stuff. thing too. You just don't know I never that knew stuff. that. I never knew that about blocking the sewer pipe and all the ni- all the noxious gases getting into the house. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> and they just harassed him about a cap. Yeah. yeah. Again, no. Oh, here we go. Ten seconds. <laughs> but he always had to have the last chance. Oh, look, a dog could take it off. That's right. There was. I, I know. There was no dog. No, no, no. But these guys, I don't know. I just give advice. If you guys deal with people like that, that have to get the last word, you do, you don't enter a discussion with them. You don't you don't even have an argument with them. You just tell them how it is. No, this is what you did. Now you're gonna fix it or you're not. That's it. I don't really want to discuss it anymore because you're just you're getting me upset. All you're doing is anger me with your lies. You know. And I've learned, by the way, that there's times where I make mistakes, but I just don't own up to it because when you go, you, when you're that wrong and you're denying, you just incite so much anger. But I, but these guys are such good con men that they know how to, they always know how to dodge the bullet. They usually they always I always say most of those guys always dodge the punch. They always find a way to dodge the punch. Um, I've had more friends where I've had to go take care of contractors for them and get involved. 
I, I, I feel so bad. I mean, I think all of us, even the smartest people I know, have been messed with. Uh, Joe, you know, Big Joe, our security, his uncle owns a really big construction company back east. So he's been in construction sites his whole life. And even Joe's dad is like 30 years union carpenter. Even he's had nightmares. And I was like stunned to hear it. Like, wait, you're, you see every trick coming. He's like, you know what? No, there's always a new one. Yeah. And and I think we've all dealt with it, but it's nice. The more, I, I also think the other thing is Yelp. Yelp is the great friend to any consumer, but especially the consumer in the contracting world. You know, check these people out. I mean, you've heard the things, get three recommend, three estimates, then check their references. Um, but, but even so, I, I, you know, but then go to, no, but then go to Yelp and see if they're on Yelp and what those reviews are. And I'll tell you, and if you do end up do getting screwed, go to Yelp, list all the information you possibly can, because I know it really hurts the contractor and they know now I've had, I, I had a friend back East who went so crazy on Yelp that the contractor called him up and said, please stop, stop, take it all down. I'll come fix it. Okay. Because now, um, consumers are getting savvier, but, Yelp has been a great tool. I, I've gone to Yelp now many times, Phil, on just some of the little things. You know how, how I vet these things. Yeah. And uh, I go, nope, nope, keep, don't let them in. You know, don't let them in. But it's it's really hard. And when you, oh, and from for these renovations, most of them are at least two weeks, and then some can be six months, and some can be a year. So you're really marrying these people. So... Yeah, anyway, it's a re- I have a real soft sp- soft spot for it, like Adam did, and I mean that's why I like this show. I'm hoping it helps people, but I also get violent too when I watch it. It's so upsetting to watch, you know. As homeowners, I don't know one homeowner who hasn't been there. You know? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, for me, I, I do. You know, uh, I love the takeaways. You know, Adam said never give more than half up front, things like that. And I I'm say sorry. a third. I say a third. Screw it. Yo, well. I'll get some. And by the way, it's so it's it's. I've been blessed because it's been a it's been a pretty. De- because of the economy, being so bad the last few years. People have been behaving more. They're more accountable because it's so competitive. Um, but you just you know don't be afraid to walk away either. Don't be afraid to go. Okay, well, move I on. I don't know if this is good advice, but uh, you know the people that are good tend to be in demand and you know so they might say like yeah I, i'm not available necessarily tomorrow or next no, week you're right. how about in two weeks or you're something right. like that you're 100 you know? percent right about that so the good ones you're right you, it's sometimes it's worth waiting for them so if they have the right uh if if you have all the right recommendations and whatnot you're right i'm not very good at that because i'm like most americans i, I want it done and on to the next thing but, yeah, but in this right. case i mean you know you're waiting two years Right. Had they just waited, oh yeah. I mean, had they just waited, it would have been so. to get the right person. It's uh, heartbreaking. Um, anyway, he came back. He still was a dick. I'm sorry. He he was useless. He couldn't do anything. But they ragged on him a little bit, and um, I don't know. It was it that was really frustrating because they did all the work he didn't he didn't go out of his pocket for anything yeah but it, i don't know i i hope if you look at it in some sense now that it's out on tv he's got a something has to be fixed in that respect 
I not, hope, yeah. Again, you're educating at the very least people on like, okay, don't trust this guy. Right. So if that came out of it, then okay. I think you're right. I think it was a short-term victory for him because he got to be on TV and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he's going to – I think anyone with a brain is going to know if they hire him. Yeah. Oh, that's – if they know, that's the guy from – Catch a contract. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what, we, we I, do we even have predictions for There's, the show? There was no – there was no thing. But you know what? Uh, go to, you know, there's a lot of stuff on Spike um, TV, their website, um, in terms of the behind the scenes and kind of giving, you know, sort of more of these tips that we didn't necessarily see on TV. Does so, He still do, also does Ace on the House, too. Ace on the House. I mean, yeah, he's doing Which is on a podcast. It's just a little shout out for the Adam Carolla um, network. On podcast one and at iTunes, but all of, you know, Adam's regular show is hilarious. We all know it's the the best of all the podcasts out there. And then he does um, Ace on the House, which is about building. Yeah, and, and you know, callers con- get to call in, you know, so check him out. And then, Phil, lastly, didn't you have a little bit of controversy surrounding the show, or did you not uh, want to bring that up? Uh, let's see. I mean, the, uh, the one of the couples, I guess they're suing because of the sewage, right? Um, which you can guess which couple that is. Uh, let me pull it up. Who are they suing, though? The show. They're suing Adam? Not Adam specifically, but but the show. Um, the old, the old, the lady and the woman, the old lady and the son. Yeah, that's according to their loss. This is in uh, abcnews.com. Uh, dot com. Uh, that's according to their lawsuit filed this week in Superior Court in Los Angeles County. The show, uh, the two claim is liable for two hundred gallons of raw sewage that spilled into their home. They are suing for more than two point point eight million. In- oh my god! Talk about no good deed going unpunished. Yeah. Oh my god! I hate people. I'm so sorry. Um, so it, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, the sewage was already bad enough to be, you know, how, how are you going to account for that? It was, I mean, it was, it was already problems with, I don't know. What we, that's what, two years of, can of, you, you talk to Matt and see if we can, let's get to see if we get some inside info. Yeah. Phil from the Corolla camp on that. Oh, that's horrible. That's just terrible. But again, I think that's why this is going to, that's one more reason why it's going to be a show. I love this show. I think it's gonna be tough to do yeah. for more than a season. Uh, I right, feel. Where do we find you? Uh, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And the companion show to Spike's Catch Contractor, of course, is Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue, baby. Tomorrow night we'll be doing it. Stephen, where do we find you? Uh, on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. And you have a Twitter now, Kev. At, at Undergaro. Catch him yeah. on Oxygen Tuesday nights, uh, 10, 9 Central, starting yep. March 18th. Woo. To catch him in Unos. Okay. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.